Okay, so, so let's stop. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. I am your host of this sometimes somewhat depressing sounding, but overall positive influence podcast uh, I like to call Parenting Unknown. So if you're new to this, welcome. My overall goal with this podcast is just to kind of create, a, I guess, an informative community, not only with just parents, but maybe get a lot of dads too, because Let's face it, the male's perspective is always either not taken lightly or for some reason the males don't want to open up. And I think now that we're in 2022 with all the shit that's going on, it's time to kind of change that because our feelings, mental health, emotion, it's it's key in our day-to-day life, especially if we have kids. We don't wanna we don't wanna re- repeat the past. You know what I mean? That's my overall, I guess, end game goal for this. Keep it going, keep people engaged and Sorry, usually I watch my my mob films or my mob shows, but today I'm recording this on May 6th, which is my birthday month, so make sure you celebrate my birthday month. <laughs> nah, um, but it's the playoffs, NHL playoffs, and yes, for a while, majority part, when I talk to people and they ask me if they like sports, like I was a recent guest, not so recent, it seemed recent, I was a guest on the Mega Man's podcast, I'll go ahead and check that out, and he had asked me what sports I was into. And first answer was hockey. And it's not always like a a go-to typical answer because let's face it, we're in LA or Anaheim. And especially living in Southern California, it's either football, basketball, or I'm going to say this, boring ass baseball. It's boring. I hope my kids don't want to play it. If they do, I mean, I'll be their biggest supporters, but baseball is just the most boring I'm tired of hearing the all-American sport thing. It's just, it's too boring now. To be honest, I used to like baseball a long, 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 maybe about 14 years ago. But then once I met my wife, she's the one that got me into hockey. And once I started getting into hockey, once I won my first game, that was it. I mean, if you ever see a game, it's fast-paced. The hits are brutal. They're very skilled, very technical. And then once I go back to that, I, I, I can't go back to something as boring as baseball. Where the most interesting thing is probably the pitching. Everything else is just, yeah, you know what I mean? And if you get offended by this, good. Watch another sport. Something more exciting than baseball. Do yourself a favor. Do me a favor, please. (laughs) No, but playoffs are happening. I'm a Kings fan. And one of the big players from the past decade, more than a decade, Dustin Brown, it's his last, he's retiring. So it's his last playoff appearance and... Kings are now officially down two to one. By the time this comes out, they might they may be out of the, the whole thing. As for right now, they're down two games to one. They just got killed seven to two, which is I don't even know why I'm watching it at this point. You know what I mean? It's just and they're playing at home, so it's a heartbreaker. It's a tearjerker. Um, I got that going on. I got I watch F1 Formula One racing. I started watching the show on Netflix, The Drive to Survive. And if you, any chance you get to check that out, go to check it out because I don't know it just pulled me in and. You can even ask my mom, ever since then, I've been obsessed with it. And what's good is because hockey usually ends around May, if you go to the Stanley Cup, June. And that's that's when hockey ends. Then it doesn't start up again until 
September, October officially. So it's a long time waiting. And the only thing that's available is baseball. And I'm not doing that. No way. Much less go see it in person. I'll probably witness a couple of fights in the stadiums. But no way I'm doing that. What's great about Formula One, if you're ever interested, they pretty much happen almost either every week or every two weeks, which is fantastic for me because personally, it lasts until what, March until December? And you really only get like a good month or so in downtime. And for me personally, to get that sports fits, well, here's hockey. And I know there's, I used to watch MMA too a long time ago. And those are my main two things that I've been watching. And so recording this, I'm talking about it a little bit too long. But what I really want to talk about, speaking of, you know, influencer kids and, you know, shit like that. And that's, well, that's police. What got me into thinking about this is because all back around the George Floyd, you know, incident, riot, I did a, an episode called, I think, Police Talk or something like that. I talked about some of my feelings, some of my experiences. I think I did. If not, I mean, I might have to go re-listen to it myself. But, you know, off the top of my head, started thinking about that, started talking about it, whatever, right? But I'm thinking about it now. And right now, my kids are five and three, and they love the police officers. They get a kick out of them whenever they see them. They somewhat holler for them. You know, there's a police officer and they know the police officers are there to catch the bad guys. And, you know, is it wrong for me to say anything against that? Of course it is. Should I say something against that? No, that's why I'm talking about this. Because if I were to give my kids my little two cents of like, you know, the Stone Cold Steve Austin, don't trust anyone, the DTA, especially when it comes to cops. If I give them that little spiel... They're fine. I don't want to corrupt their little brains. And, you know, I want them to have their own opinions. I want them to be able to form their own opinions in life and without any, you know, hardcore influence, like from the parents or like, you know, like I said before, one of these badass kids in schools or something like that. So thinking about that, it'd be wrong for me to, you know, talk shit about the cops, even though I have, do have my own kind of little what ifs about them, because let's face it, their track workers aren't the greatest sometimes. And other times, you know, other than that, you pretty much have good experiences with them. But I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about them with my kids and just crush their little, their, you know, little souls and little dreams about it. I'm not going to do that because that's no difference in my mind from all these old generational racist people who talk shit about black, brown, Asian. You know what I said before? Racism is taught, it's inherited. And there's cases where, you know, you see these little other badass kids in different parts of the country and they're saying, you know, N-word this, spick this. And you know, where do they learn that from? They learn that from their parents because their parents are teaching them that. So me talking shit about the cops, telling my kids, a five-year-old, you know, don't trust the cops. They're bad. They're this or that. I'm no different than one of these racist assholes saying, you know, telling their kids, you know, hate people because of the color of their skin. You see a black, a brown, a yellow, anything that isn't white, you hate them. I'd be no different than that. Please, Say what you will, but that's just how I feel about it. And I couldn't subject myself to that. No difference. But fortunately, you know, that's just me. I know there's other people that think the opposite and that's on you. I'm not going to let myself stoop to that level. It'd be no difference. It's calling the kettle black. You're literally putting one foot in the other shoe. Pretty much wearing the same shoe at this point. So for me, it's very important that I let my kids curate their own opinions. Right now, the kids, all they care about is their games, playing outside. They like police officers. They like garbage trucks. Why? I, I don't know. But they like garbage trucks. They like firemen. Oh, 
Everybody loves the firemen, right? Is there one thing negative to say about the firemen? Of course not, right? Everything against the cops, right? So, but they like the firemen. They like, well, the boy likes tennis. We've asked him, do you want to play soccer? Do you want to play baseball? We showed him on the TV. This is how, what you do. Thank God he said no. And he wants, he wants to play tennis. I mean, I got to stop the kid, you know? So we got a tennis racket. He's practicing when we go out to the parks and the tennis court. So, but definitely I can't push these, these beliefs on the kids. And you've seen videos too. Kids, maybe like seven, eight years old, being taught how to militant, being taught what different caliber a bullet weighs, how to talk to cops, how to, you know, some basis of the law about caring. And they're just coming off as little miniature versions of, you know, what we want our military to be straightforward, knowledgeable to the point. But, you know, but they're kids. But this is what our society has instilled in everybody. There's so much fuckery that goes around in law enforcement, different politics, different forms of government that it forced people to do that. Because let's face it, if you're a black man, if you're a black person, one of the main enemies that's taught, that's known, that everybody talks about is coming from the police. Why? Because there's so many cases about racial profiling on blacks, racial profiling against similar crimes, giving that notion that, you know, everybody looks the same, different profiling that they're all drug dealers. They all do drugs, do this, do that. So it's no wonder why there's certain people that they teach their kids at a young age. And it's sad, but sometimes that's the reality of where, what we've become in our society as a whole. And everybody has to do what they have to do to survive, right? Everybody has to do what they have to do to survive. You're, you're only the product of your environment. And, you know, that can change depending on your situation, your own personal mindset. That can change. You don't have to be the product. But typically, especially us that grew up in these more... Let's just say ghetto, urban, low, lower income violence that's spread around gang infested areas that we've come, whether we want to admit it or not, we are a product of our environment. I am a product of, you know, hearing gunshots on a daily basis, hearing the helicopter over my house every single day, sirens left and right, gang writing on the wall. And it's funny, but I just assumed everybody was like that. It wasn't until like I got you know older that I lived in the house that I live in now. And one of our neighbors, when the helicopter was flying overhead, telling everybody to stay in their doors, lock their doors. And he was freaking out saying like, I never, this has never happened to me. What do I do? And I talked to him reassuring me, you know, dude, you, you just don't do nothing. Just go in your house and live upon your day. Like they're not really saying that for us. It's mainly for the person that they're trying to find. It's a psychological game at this point. But that kind of dawned on me, you know, just all the shit that I've lived around. Not everybody's like that. So all these things teaching of our kids, you know, it's something that it's a survival trait at a certain point. But then at a certain point, when do we, when do we put a stop to that? When do we make that change? When are we going to be stepping our foot down and say, you know what? Yeah, I know cops are this, you know, don't trust them with this or that. But what if I teach my kids a different way? And it's a, it's a touchy subject because like I said, environments, skin color, uh, different backgrounds, all this comes into play. Everyone will have their own reaction and their own response to this in their own way. But for me personally, it's, it was like, am I going to stop? Am I going to break that cycle in a different subject? I know I talk about breaking the cycle and how important it is when it comes to like family trauma and all that, but it's much more deeper than that. It doesn't have to stem automatically from my family. It could be from my own ideological beliefs. And just the other day, if you follow my Instagram, I posted should we force our kids to wear political statements on their shirts based on, you know, their parents? And I'm pretty sure I said it way more simplified because, you know, I just threw it down at the time. 
it didn't sound as nearly nearly as professional as just did right now, if you want to call it that. Is is that right? And for a great response, it was no. So the other day, I posted on my Instagram picture and we were at Target. And in the kids section, my kids section, there was a Ruth Bader Ginsburg shirt. Uh, she was a former Supreme Court, going to look her up, she did a lot for women's rights. And right next to her shirt was the shirt that eventually my daughter got was a Beba Pig shirt, which is just a, a British pig. And for some reason, it gets my daughter talking in a British accent when she says, instead of saying daddy, she says daddy. And it's the damn funniest thing. But I mean, what are you going to do, right? So it was those two shirts. And, I, and he said, you know what? What should you do? I took a little poll. And for the majority of it, everyone said no, that it's not right. And I wasn't thinking about just the opposing team that we don't like, like getting a Trump shirt, putting it on the kid, be like, there you go. Getting a little Biden shirt, putting it on the kid. You know what I mean? So it goes both ways. And I really started thinking about it too, because I seen this badass Malcolm X shirt. I personally like Malcolm X. Don't know who Malcolm was. Check him out. The guy's story is a definite roller coaster, ups, downs, goods and bads. But definitely uh, check him out if you want. But my personal taste, I love Malcolm. I love his teachings. I love what he was about. This is a badass shirt. I want to get this for Max. And then I stopped myself. I'm all, the kid's fucking vibe. What does he know about Malcolm and his teachings, his rise into the demise? What is he going to know? And to be honest, I didn't feel right putting him on a shirt that he's not yet old enough to comprehend. He's not old enough to comprehend the struggles that, that he went through. What he was trying to do for civil rights around his fellow black people. My, Max doesn't know. He doesn't care. So I said, you know, it's not right. Whether it's good or bad, I shouldn't push my beliefs on the kid. And I felt a little bit guilty. Like, hell yeah, I wanted to buy him that shirt because it was a badass shirt. My own personal opinion. Try being a little unbiased. And I mean, someone like this, you can teach a more simple, simple, simplified version of, let's say, some of the teachings of Islam to the kids if you want to go deep in that route. You know, for me, the building blocks right now is just about being a good person, treating other people the way you want to be treated showing respect, having manners. You see somebody in the playground and they're playing by themselves, like, hey, go ask them if you want to play. May not mean nothing to you, but for them, it can mean the world. And let's face it, sometimes when we're playing, we may all need a little friend here and there. You know, little things like that. We're not teaching them or I'm not teaching them by any means necessary. So I got to be cautious in what I try to instill in the kids. I don't want them to grow up hating the man, you know, to a certain, a certain level. There's going to be a time when they get to middle school and high school and they start learning about the way the world is. And let's face it, once you start learning about that deep history, especially in the United States, that's not pretty. And that's when it comes to the point where my kids are going to come to me in high school and start talking about, you know, why is there a need for war? Why are there prisons? Why do we need them? Why do we need schools? You know, shit like that, that I have my own hardcore beliefs on and I'm going to have to break it down and be straight down the middle as much as I can with them. But, you know, it's all about being age appropriate in my, my little rough estimate. So that was just a little food for thought. You know, I guess the moral of the story is let the kids be kids, guide them, teach them right in the beginning. You know, try to let them be a little bit unbiased as, as much as you can. Don't teach them right away. Like, you know, hate the cops, F12, this, that. I was watching this movie and they seen these two kids and they're like, you know, fuck the Huda. And it translates to, you know, fuck the cops and... They were just product of their little cholo kids. So they're just product of their local environment. So it's something like that that we have to kind of break out apart. You know what I mean? So I guess the moral of the story again is teach them right. Try to be down the middle. And it's hard to when you have your own hardcore beliefs. But 
I mean, personally, take this however you want it. Look at yourself, see what you're doing. I don't know. Maybe you could change something. Maybe you could alter, tweak a little something. You know what I mean? So thanks again for listening for another week. And hopefully by the next time you hear this, my kids aren't little Zapatistas running around. Um, <laughs> so uh, thanks again. Take care.